You're listening to episode 30 of Alexa in Canada, the voice experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hello, everyone, and boy, do I have a treat for you today. We have another incredible speaker on the podcast, and I am so um, thankful that I get to interview such incredible people in the technology space. Today on the podcast, my guest is Keisha Williams. She is a software engineer, a mentor, a professor, a speaker. She, in fact, is a TED speaker, a tech blogger, uh, and she is a real advocate for uh, STEM. And uh, she as well has developed some skills that have won awards, uh, both through Amazon and DevPost. She is truly a remarkable woman who is making a name for herself in the technology space and in the voice first space as well. And it is, like I said, an absolute pleasure to have her on the podcast. We talk about everything from how she uses uh, technology in her life. We talk about some of the computer science behind technology and she uh, enlightens me a little bit more about how Alexa works. We talk about some of her uh, work with uh, STEM and encouraging diversity in technology. And we talk a little bit about her thoughts on the future of voice technology. So we cover a lot in this episode, uh, and uh, I hope you will truly enjoy it. But without any further ado, I want to welcome Keisha onto the podcast. Hi, Keisha. It's wonderful to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on the uh, on this episode. I am glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. So, Keisha, I was hoping that you could first start off by telling uh, the listeners a little bit about yourself and your your background and how you uh, co- how you came to be in the world of voice technology. Sure. So, I've actually been in IT for about twenty three years, uh-huh. and honestly, I've been coding and writing programs since high school. And so back then, I did not realize it was called coding. I just called it playing on the computer um, because the computer was actually in my playroom. So I always joke with people and say I had a Barbie doll in one hand and a computer manual in the other hand (laughs) writing basic, basic programming language. And so really, my love for technology started a long time ago. And so because of that exposure that I had early on in life when it was time for me to go away to college and figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life. It was an easy choice for me to major in computer science. Uh And so, like I said, I've been in IT for the last 23 years. And really what prompted me to go into or explore voice technology, I would definitely have to say my daughter. And so I have an 11 year old daughter. Uh And she she just graduated from elementary school, but she used to go to the after school program. And whenever I would pick her up after school, her first question to me was always what's for dinner. (laughs) 
sometimes I would be like, I have no idea uh-huh. or I'll just figure it out or let's just have Chick-fil-A. Okay. And so I had, you know, the Alexa, the, the Echo device, and I just started thinking I should, you know, I'm in technology. I should be able to use this device to make my life easier. And so one of the first skills that I created was a meal planning skill, and it's called Live, Plan, Eat. And Uh it's just a play on words from the movie with Julia Roberts, Eat, Pray, Love. Okay. But now... Whenever my daughter asks me, like, what's for dinner, I tell her to go ask Alexa. Uh (laughs) She can answer that question. And so that really prompted me to just figure out how I could use the device to really make my life easier. Wonderful. And so um, we'll we'll definitely come back. Let's come back to the Alexa skill because I do want to talk about that a lot more. But just to take a step back first, so what's what are you doing these days in terms of your current work? Where are you working these days and what do you do? And I'm, I'm assuming that has to do with um, technology in some aspects. Yes, definitely. So I am a software engineering manager at Chick-fil-A, and that's why we love to eat Chick-fil-A for dinner. <laughs> okay. so. I've been at Chick-fil-A for 13 years, and uh-huh. so um, I lead a team. And we build custom software solutions used by corporate staff in support of our restaurant operators and customers. And so there we typically use Java um, from a development perspective. Uh But then also there's a really fun part to my role where I'm able to lead innovation teams as we research a lot of the cool new and emerging um, technologies. And so one team that I led, we actually used voice technology or Amazon Alexa to just allow our restaurant operators easier access to data. And so for that, we created three apps or skills for the Alexa Echo device. And those skills, the work that we did there, we actually won the Think Different Innovation Award um, from Chick-fil-A for just thinking outside of the box and, and, and how, you know, and how we can use these technologies to help move the business forward. So that's my, my role at Chick-fil-A. It's definitely in technology. Fantastic. And what did, can you tell, can you tell us a little bit about those skills that you developed there at Chick-fil-A? For the, for the, for sure. Alexa? Sure. And they're still in, in the prototype phase, mm-hmm. but we created one skill that's really for the customers to get nutrition information about the Chick-fil-A products. So you can ask Alexa how many calories are in a Chick-fil-A sandwich, and she comes back with just nutrition information. And then we prototype two skills for our restaurant operators. One skill, it's related to sales, and it gives the operators just real-time sales. So what are my breakfast sales? What are my lunch sales? What are my drive-through sales? And that just really helps them make real-time decisions um, about what needs to go on in the restaurant. And then also we created an on-the-clock skill. So when team members enter the restaurant and they start to work, they actually clock in. And so we created a skill that would allow restaurant operators to know who's on the clock, 
who's supposed to be on the clock and they're not on the clock. Uh And they're again, just giving them real, you know, access to real time data, allowing them to make decisions. Um, And so those were the the three skills that we, we prototyped. That was a a really fun project. I'm I'm curious how that last one works from a practical perspective. So if a person I'm, I'm assuming the person would come into work and then they would speak to Alexa and announce their name and say they're there? Or how does that work? So we have, so for that, they would still clock in using the normal procedure without using Alexa. But the operator could talk to Alexa and Alexa would access like the real-time clock-in data and oh, the schedules. Yeah, to see like who's clocked in versus who is supposed to be here and they're not here or who clocked in late and, and things like that. So that's how that would work. Oh, great, great. Is there any sort of um, future plans or have you thought about like using it for the employee to actually clock in through voice or is that something that um, hasn't come up yet? Or Yeah, we, we're actually, you know, we brainstormed a lot of, of different cases mm-hmm. and so we there are additional teams that have you know come up with new ideas and cool ways to use Alexa in the restaurant and I know those teams they're they're working on building um, prototypes for different use cases so it, it is something that we are looking at great great so so this sort of ties in nicely you've got the the work in in chick-fil-a and the skill about nutrition and the, I mean, how many calories are in the sandwich, for example. And this ties back to your own personal skill, live, plan, eat. So tell us more about this skill. How does, how does that skill work that you designed with, with your daughter or to help your daughter determine what's for dinner? <laughs> so the way it works, it's like a, a meal planning skill. So I went in and I loaded um, a lot of my favorite recipes. Mm-hmm. And so I can ask Alexa tell me a good Italian dish and she'll come back and she'll tell me an Italian dish. And then I can say, well, add that, that dish for dinner on Tuesday. And so I'm able to, and I did that for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. So I can just really go in and plan out for the week um, in advance what I'm going to cook. And so then you can come back and say, Alexa, what's for dinner today? or what's for dinner tomorrow, what's for lunch tomorrow. And so just really using Alexa to come up with meal ideas and then adding those meal ideas to the, the weekly um, meal plan. Oh, wow. So you have, I guess, pre-populated uh, the, the, the back end, the programming, with numerous different recipes then from all different sort of cuisines then. Is that the idea? Yes, Yes. And so there's yeah, a lot of different types. So there's like Southwest, Greek, Italian, Caribbean. So all different types of, I'm getting hungry now, but yeah, all different types <laughs> You're of You're making dishes. me hungry too. <laughs> well, it sounds great. Um, I, is that, do you know if that's available in Canada at the moment? In Canada? I'm not sure. Okay. I would imagine. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to check that out and see. Um, wonderful. So, um, given your your technology background, um, I'm also wondering if we can sort of discuss a little bit about 
what goes into developing a skill and a little bit of the, the science behind that and help help some of the listeners to understand some of the key concepts behind sort of like artificial intelligence and machine learning and natural language understanding and, and what does that all mean to the layperson? How is how is Alexa like what makes Alexa a smart speaker, so to speak? Okay, so there is a lot that goes in behind the scenes. So typically when we are teaching Alexa to be smarter, that's when you'll hear like developers create skills or apps for for the Alexa service. Mm-hmm. And so just at a very high level, so artificial intelligence is it's a branch of computer science that teaches machines to do things that normally require human intelligence. Okay. And then within that, there's a subfield called machine learning. And that's where a computer looks at data, studies data, and it finds patterns and trends and basically learns from those patterns and trends. And so... In order to, I guess, teach Alexa how to understand human language, there's a lot of machine learning um, that goes on behind the scenes. So just at a very high level, you have a person, they speak to the echo speaker, and then that information, what they say is relayed to this Alexa voice service. And so really the Alexa voice service, think of it like just the brain of, of Alexa. Mm-hmm. And so within that voice service, there's natural language understanding, a bit of machine learning and speech recognition, just trying to understand, take that what the user is saying and parse it and really understand, um, try to understand what, what the person is saying. And so then that speech or what, you know, what they've said, it's sent to the skill or the app. And that's really like the, the logic. So for example, it would be sent to my live, plan, eat skill. So Keisha is asking this question. This is her intent. And so then that intent within the skill is mapped to functionality that may query a database to pull a recipe idea. And then that information has to be then translated back and sent back through the speaker in voice format. Okay. So, so, that's great. That's great. So, so what I'm understanding is somebody. If, tell me if I summarize this kind of the way you said to make sure I understand it. So, somebody says something. Alexa is able to sort of recognize the the patterns of speech that I've said, and that's using mm-hmm. some of the natural language understanding. And that's come from, I guess, more and more data of different patterns of speech, which is yeah. So just yeah, that's the natural language understanding. Just learning how to understand. Uh, language and interpret like what the person is saying. Okay, and then through um, through I guess collections of data, that would be the machine learning where it's where it's through repetitions of hearing different ways of saying the, a similar thing but a different 
way of saying it, that's again the natural language understanding and and some of the the learning that's going on behind the scenes that Alexa is then able to interpret and send you back the correct message. Is that sort of yeah, right? So, yeah. So once she, I guess, gets what the user has said and it's and she's able to translate it, it's then sent to the, I guess, the skill or the app right, that okay. the developer has created. And then it's sent over as an intent and then the intent is mapped to functionality or logic behind the scenes got it so it's so when people say it's a smart speaker it's getting smarter every time another skill is developed um and it's adding some more knowledge to alexa's i guess brain so to speak yes got it and that's why it's so exciting that we hear about people like you and lots of other developers that are creating skills because that's really making alexa smarter for everyone then yes Fantastic. Exactly. That's it's very very <laughs> exciting. Um, so, what are some of your favorite uses for Alexa these days? How do you use Alexa in this this incredible technology that we now have? Well, I definitely use her for meal planning. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a big way that I use her. I also use the Echo Show, so uh-huh. that puts really puts a screen on on top of Alexa. And so I use it really, again, from a planning perspective, because my schedule is so busy. I use it just from like a calendar perspective to see what task I have coming up for the current day or for tomorrow. Uh And then I also listen to music. (laughs) I know that's probably how a lot of people use it. Right. Um, I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, those are the main ways I use it, just really from a planning perspective to just help me, like a virtual assistant, to just help me keep my life in order. Right. And you said that, um, so you have a daughter, uh, you have a couple other kids, I believe? Yes, I do. I have two older boys and then a a younger girl, my daughter. And how do they enjoy interacting with the the virtual assistant, how, what's their experience like and from your observation? So they, my older two, they usually just use it for music or like setting timers. If they're helping me in the kitchen, setting timers, like getting measurements and, and things like that. But for my daughter, we actually, once um, Amazon allowed developers to create skills for kids my daughter and I just kind of brainstormed different skills that that we could create and really we we looked at where she was in her life and and what she needed additional help with and how we could use Alexa to help her so we created spelling like a spelling skill to help kids learn how to spell hard words and a multiplication um, skill. So she was at the point where she needed to memorize her, her math facts. Yes. And so she uses Alexa just from from that aspect with helping her practice her her multiplication facts and and spelling. And so that's how she uses it. We also use it as an intercom. So there's this drop-in feature. So I have the Echo Show in my room. She has just the Echo speaker in mm-hmm. in her room, and so I can. There's a drop-in feature where mm-hmm. I can drop in and just 
talk to her instead of yelling yes. <laughs> like I used to do, yelling down the hall. I can just use the the Alexa device to talk to her in her room. That's great. So I yeah. I love the fact that you use that for the skills that you made with her to uh, to help with schoolwork and and learning the spelling and the multiplication. I think that's that's fantastic because I imagine that must be so much more fun for a child to do than having to sit down with a you know a piece of paper and practice writing out their multiplication uh, uh, facts. That's that's fantastic. I love that. Um, yeah, she she definitely has fun testing testing out that skill. That's, those skills. That's great. <laughs> How advanced did you make that? I guess you did multiplication tables up to 12 times 12, the typical thing? Or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. That's, that's where she was in her life. <laughs> that was the point. That's, yep. that's a great idea. Um, my daughter is um, a very avid reader, and she, she loves reading, and she loves writing. And so we had the idea to just take one of the stories that she had written in school and basically put it into um, Alexa as a skill uh, with some simple navigation. So Alexa would ask, you know, do you want to go to the next chapter or back and so forth? But it was a way for her to bring her story a little bit to life and have Alexa read her her story. And she had a wonderful time with that. So, Oh, that's, yeah, that definitely sounds like a lot of fun and a cool way to use Alexa. And I know you're very uh, passionate about encouraging the use of um technology, um, STEM in particular, for, uh, for young girls and for women. I was wondering if you can tell us a little bit about your experience with that and how you're involved with that and what you do in that, in that uh, world. Sure. So just overall, I'm very passionate about increasing diversity in technology. Um, we all know that technology, computer science, it's a male-dominated industry. And for me, I often, you know, look around the room and I don't see a lot of people like me. Uh And so my daughter, of course, she already calls herself a computer programmer. Ah. (laughs) So Uh when she's my age and she's looking around the room, I want her to see diversity. And so I really work hard to expose the younger generation to technology. And I'm involved in so many different things. It's really hard to remember everything. So one, I I lead the Georgia chapter of Technovation, and that's a a global computer programming competition for girls, uh, middle school and high school girls. And so I lead the the Georgia chapter for that program. And so we work with the girls. Um, We challenge them to find a problem in their local community and and build a mobile app to solve that problem. Oh, wow. And so it's it's a competition where they, you know, brainstorm, they come up with this idea, they build the app, and then at the end of the competition, they pitch their app and their business prize, uh, their business plan to a panel of judges. And then the winning um, teams walk away with a cash prize. And so it's it's an amazing organization, and like I said, it's it's global. Wow. And so that's one thing that I do. And then also one Saturday out of the month, mm-hmm. I teach um, an hour of code. And oh. so I'm, I work mainly with elementary school and middle school students just for an hour teaching them about programming. And so I use a lot of the... Um, applications on code.org so they have like star wars themed 
um, Barbie themed, Hot Wheels themed, just things that really appeal to kids. And so I do that one Saturday out of the month. And my daughter is my teaching assistant. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. So she'll walk around and if a student gets stuck, you know, she'll help out because I make her study the lessons ahead of time. Ah. And so it's just really great exposure for her to teach her about volunteerism and expose her to technology and leadership. So that one is really twofold. And then I mentor a lot. I mentor with the New York Academy of Sciences and some other programs, just women in technology. Wow. So you are very much involved uh, in this technology space, um, but that's wonderful to be able to promote them and, and, like you said, to promote the technology and the diversity among the the, uh, the experts in the technology. I think that's great. Um, when when you're when you're when you're volunteering, is there much work uh, specifically these days towards voice technology or or Alexa aspects of that? So up to this point, I have not introduced Alexa from a a development perspective to the students um, during my hour of code program. Uh But I am considering that because I recently saw that there is an hour of code specifically for Amazon Alexa. And so now, yeah, I'm I'm planning the, the summer lessons now. And I do plan to incorporate that hour of code for Amazon Alexa. So I'm really excited about that. That's great. That's great. And along those lines, um, you know, obviously, if, you, if you're choosing to incorporate that into your lessons, uh, you must, at some level, feel that voice technology is an important skill for people to, to learn. And along those lines, um, I'm wondering, what, what is your take? What's your personal take on voice technology in terms of what we're doing with it today and, and where it's going in the future? Well, I I am very excited when I think about voice technology, where where it is now and where it's going in the future. And so I'm sure you've heard this from other voice developers, but I grew up watching Star Trek. And so when I got my first Alexa, my Echo device, to me, it was like talking to the computer <laughs> from Star Trek. Right. And so Amazon recently um, rolled out new wake words. So instead of saying Alexa, you can say computer. So, of course, the Echo Show in my room is called computer, <laughs> <It's> computer. now. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I'm just I'm very excited about where we are and, and where it's headed. And I really see just voice technology, Amazon Alexa, just being integrated in every area of life. Um, and know there's, I don't know if the integration is here yet, but like in vehicles like Ford and, and BMW, just being able to drive down the street and talk to Alexa, I just really see it just being integrated in, in everyday life. Yeah, yeah. I find that very, uh, very exciting. Um, the whole idea of, and I've said this on the podcast before, so the listeners will have heard this before, but the idea of, of this ambient computing with the sort of speakers around you and being very um, frictionless, uh, being, or having a very frictionless mm-hmm. interaction with the computer, I think is, is going to open up all kinds of doors for us. Yes, definitely. Um, 
Well, that's a wonderful discussion, and I, and I thank you so much for sharing some of your, your thoughts and experiences. You're obviously, uh, like you said, very busy, and I can see you've got, you've got <laughs> uh, involvement in many different areas in technology and in voice, and, and I know you're a very, very uh, highly respected and sought-after speaker, and I know you've been asked to keynote at a uh, conference coming up uh, in the near future. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so it is the Alexa Conference. It's in January of 2019 in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And so I will be the keynote speaker at that conference. And I'm just, I'm very, very excited. That is wonderful. And I, and I know they've got a great speaker in you for, for that conference. So I will be there as well. So I look forward to hearing you speak and actually getting to meet you in person as well. Which would be same here. Which would be very very nice. So, um, Keisha, well, thank you very much. I, I really do appreciate you spending your time. Like I said, um, it's great to talk to somebody like you who's got a lot of experience and can explain some of the the things to us behind Alexa and to hear about how you're using the technology in your life, but also creating skills and um, and also passing on the knowledge to others. I mean, you've really kind of got a well rounded technology uh, world that you're part of, and I, I think that's wonderful. So thank you so much for having me today. You are very welcome. Well, there you have it. As you can see, Keisha truly is a remarkable woman. I really enjoyed that podcast. And once again, a big, big thank you to Keisha. One of the things that I neglected to ask her was uh, how people can contact her. And so I wanted to let you all know that she can be contacted through her website, which is www.com. Keisha.tech. That's spelled K-E-S-H-A dot tech. Um, and as well, uh, of course, I will put in the show notes for this page links to her website and also to the Live, Plan, Eat skill, which just to confirm, uh, it is indeed in Canada. Uh, I wasn't sure when I asked her that question, but it is in Canada. And so I encourage you to check it out if you need some help with your meal planning, as she described in the episode. The show notes can be found at alexa in canada.ca slash 30 we're at our 30th episode already i cannot believe it um but it's been so much fun uh, bringing you uh, these podcast episodes and finally i just wanted to give a shout out to another conference that i'm going to be participating in uh which is going to be taking place in Kelowna. the conference is the 18th annual international healthcare summit and um, I am a part of a panel which is going to be speaking on machine learning and artificial intelligence, the future of healthcare, which ties along it, which ties along with what we were discussing with Keisha today. Uh, but in particular, uh, on the panel, I'm going to be talking about what I see uh, the possibilities for devices like Alexa to be used in healthcare and how uh, this is going to revolutionize uh, the healthcare that we uh, that we are part of today. So if you're interested in that, I've got a link to that on my website at alexancanada.ca slash speaking. So once again, uh, thanks to Keisha. Check out the show notes at alexancanada.ca slash 30. And I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Take care, everyone. She's got, she's got skills. Got skills.